Hey guys, welcome to the All Jacked Up podcast. I am your host, Dana Jenkins, and I am all jacked up in all kinds of good ways. Everything we talk about on this podcast is going to come from a place of us being all jacked up about Jesus. But more importantly, everyone on this podcast, whether it's me, your host, or someone we're interviewing, we're all jacked up and need Jesus. So if you're all jacked up, you're in the right place. What up, what up, all jacked up podcast people. Um, I was never known for a singing voice, so I'm sorry. I will not do that to you again. I hope everybody is doing all right and all jacked up and excited. And uh, man, I just wanted to really talk to you guys about something that uh, a book I just read and something that God just, holy cow, exploded my brain with. And um, again, I, I don't know if you guys are going to be like, oh my gosh, this is so silly, but I'm telling you, stuff like this, stories that I've read a million times, all of a sudden, God will speak in a little bit of a different way, and I'll see something that I've read a hundred times, I'll see it like, it's almost like I see it for the first time, and it just, oh, like mind-blown emoji, like that whole thing, so I'm an avid reader, I love to read, and one of the books I just got done reading is Holier Than Thou by Jackie Hill Perry. It was a great book. I would highly encourage you to get it and read it. We're, we're not going to talk about the entire book. We're just going to talk about one small little passage that she writes about. And um, really, she's talking about the holiness of God. And, and that's kind of the premise of the book. But one of the things, like, and again, this story, I have read it a hundred times. And we're going to be in Exodus chapter 3 today. And if you guys will remember in Exodus chapter 3, this is where Moses sees the burning bush. Now, again, you guys are probably like, oh, yeah, I, I know this story. Like, man, heard it a, a thousand times. Well, so did I. And then reading Jackie Hill Perry's book, Holier Than Thou, the way that she kind of lays it out, this um, interaction that Moses has with God through the burning bush, man, it just kind of, holy cow, just messed with me a little bit in all kinds of good ways. So let's get into it. In Exodus 3, just to kind of give you guys a little bit of a background, God is basically showing himself to Moses. So what happens is Moses is walking along in the desert, and all of a sudden he sees a bush in flames. Now, uh, the research I've done on this, I still don't understand it, but everybody's like, well, a bush that's in flames in the desert isn't really that big of a deal. And I was like, man, if, I feel like if I just saw a bush like completely out of nowhere, like go up in flames, I'd be like, oh my gosh, you guys get over here. Look at this. But um, I guess in the desert um, or, or maybe back in Moses's time, that was completely normal. So he's walking along and sees the bush completely engulfed in flames, right? Now, the thing that makes this different is the bush was not consumed. So there was a flame or flames. There was a fire inside this bush, but yet the bush was not consumed. Now, stick with me for a minute. Anytime a fire is present, it is dependent on what it's consuming. 
So when a fire, if you have a fire pit, you know, in your backyard, and uh, again, we're talking not gas, just just a little, you know, old school, put some little logs on there, fire pit. When the wood is all gone, the fire will cease. So when the fire doesn't have anything to consume, it will cease. Now, I think we all know that. We all understand that. Um, and again, this is not the point where my mind was blown. So um, at this point, I'm still like, yeah, right. You know, I, I get that. But when we talk about God showing himself to Moses, Moses walks over towards the bush. And one of the first things that God says is, hey, take off your sandals. For the place where you're standing is holy. And so immediately Moses knows that he's having an encounter unlike anything else, right? Like he knows like, oh my gosh, like this is, this is, this is a life-changing moment right here, right now. So when we think about this, I always looked at this story and really kind of thought, well, yeah, like God is showing himself to Moses in the fact of, hey, there's a burning bush, you know, like that's a, that's a pretty big deal. You know, even though, again, like a lot of Bible scholars say, hey, it was pretty common in the desert back in that day, but it was a burning bush. That's how God um, chose to reveal himself to Moses. And um, and again, if you guys will read through the rest of chapter three, this is when God actually, because Moses says, okay, basically, like, who are you? And God's like, I am who I am. That's where that statement comes from. It comes from Moses, uh, his burning bush incident. But Here's the thing. I've always looked at that story and thought, man, how cool is it that God shows himself to Moses with a burning bush? I never really put two and two together that, one, it wasn't a big deal that the bush was not consumed. And the more you think about that, the more you kind of dive in a little bit, I think that that has so many implications in it. You know, and, and in Jackie Hill Perry's book, like when she's laying it out, she says, and I'm just going to read, I'm on page 67 in her book, um, but I'm just, I'm going to read like two sentences. You need to go buy this book because it is that good. But she says, once the thing is consumed, the fire is gone, revealing how needy the flames were in the first place. But this bush burned without being consumed because God, who manifested himself in it, didn't need the leaves, the stems, or the branches for its fuel. All he needs is himself. God was not only showing Moses like, hey, let me get your attention with this burning bush. God was showing Moses that he is the epitome of independence. God is showing Moses that, look, let's, let's get this, this, you know, all out in the open. I don't need you, Moses, but I'm choosing you. I don't need anything, but I'm choosing to, to love people. I'm choosing to have a relationship with the people that are crying out for me. I don't need it. Just like, um, and again, even though he's using fire, it's fire in a way that we have never seen. It's fire in a way that that fire is completely independent of what it needs, completely independent of its fuel. There is in no way, shape, or form this fire is dependent on anything to continue to burn. And I guess when I heard the story of the burning bush, it was one of those, 
Um, again, like I just thought a burning bush was, ah, gosh, how cool is that? How neat is that? And Moses, you know, like he heard from God, hey, take your sandals off. This place is holy. And so again, like this is a life-changing event for Moses. And, and we can just stop right there and it's still a really cool story, right? But God doesn't stop there. God uses something that we all know, fire, but he uses it in a way that we've never seen. And I love that he does that. He uses something that we know, something that we can identify with, something that we are familiar with, and we can go, okay, I know what fire is, and I know what fire can do. And, but then God says, look, 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 I'm different than anything you've ever seen. I want to be familiar because here's the thing. I am familiar. You're made in my image. That's what God's saying to us. I'm familiar because you are made in my image, but I'm unlike anything you've ever seen before because I'm not dependent on anything, anybody, any place. I am who I am. When we think about that, I love it because everything that God created is dependent on something. Animals are dependent on something. We are dependent on food and water. Everything created is dependent on something in order for life to continue. The only thing that is not dependent on anything is God. Holy cow, the way that he uses fire, I love it. Again, I, again, this is just a mind-blowing thing because I guess it's just one of those passages that when I read it, I just skimmed over the part that says the bush was not consumed. And the crazy thing is, that's the most important part. That's where God says, look, 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 the bush is not consumed. And that's what makes me different because I don't need this bush in order to have this fire continue. That's what God is. It's just amazing. And, and I start thinking after I was kind of reading that book, Holier Than Thou, and then really digging in and, and kind of reading through Exodus 3 again, I got to thinking, I was like, what else have I skimmed over that God is just ready to blow my mind with, Right. Because I love the story of the burning bush. I love the story, and um, I love how God just, you know, says, hey, I'm, this is how I'm going to choose to show myself to Moses, and um, what a cool story. But the thing is, I feel like I never completely grasped that God was trying to show us, you know what, I don't need anything, man, and, and I don't need you. But here's a crazy thing. God doesn't need us, but he chooses us. And I absolutely love that. I love that. And for me, in my faith, being chosen, and I don't know if it's just because, you know, as women, we want to feel chosen, but I think everybody, every human wants to be seen and wants to be heard. And even if you are an elementary school uh, little boy, I mean, how many of us have memories of, hey, when it's time to play kickball at recess? We all want to be chosen first, right? Because that showed everybody in the class, hey, we dominate this game, right? Like we are stinking ballers. So we all want to be chosen. 
Like that is kind of, that's how we're made. It's in our DNA. We all want to be chosen. Whether we say it or not, eh, that's, that's a different story. But the fact that God, who doesn't need me, makes the decision to choose me, that's big. That's big. And that, again, like, it just kind of wrecks me a little bit. So, um, I hope this kind of, you know, uh, messes with your head in all the right ways, kind of like it did mine, and uh, maybe gets you looking at Exodus 3 in a little bit of a different way. Man, I hope you guys are uh, all jacked up, and definitely go get the book. Uh, Jackie Hill Perry, she does some amazing stuff. Um, I I don't know her. I'm not getting paid to say this, but I just enjoy the stuff that she uh, puts out there and just reading her book. Um, it's good stuff. So looking for a good read, I would definitely pick it up. All right, guys. Hey, I hope you guys have an amazing week, and I hope you guys stay all jacked up. Mm-hmm.